0: Welcome to a special episode, Sunday edition of Wicked Smart, Lazy Lions edition. What is going on, Brad? What is going on, Asher?
1: GM, gang. GM, GM. It's definitely a a special edition, hey, man.
0: (laughs) It is, man. It's your birthday, man. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. It is my birthday today. (laughs) This is how much I care about Lazy Lions. This is how much I care about lazy lions, man. I'm doing a space for lazy lions on my birthday. That's what's up. Love the community. Love the founders. Love the love the team. Love everything about it. Let's go, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, it's um yeah. I mean, I can see all the reacts and everything. Um I mean we spoke about this before, hey, like the you know, it was the first space that we had. Yep. Um, you know, way back and then, you know, we had one not too long ago and did have that cheeky little promise that, about that future. And we're
0: back, baby. Yeah. See, I'm yeah. here, brother. I told you I would be even on my birthday. I'm here. So I'm glad to have you guys back. And there's some big news in the hopper, my man. Tell me, like, let's find out about that. Um, I want to know all about it. If you can.
1: For sure. I'll, um, I'll pin the tweet. Um, cause we did drop an announcement with all the full details, but, uh,
0: People no, don't, you know. Wondering. People, you know. People don't read. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, um, well, look, you know, we've been keeping an eye on ordinals. Um, and you know, you know, we know a lot of projects have you know dived in and um, you know just done auctions and just released collections on that, and some have just copied their own. know existing collections and moved it over and um you know you know how it is with um with lions right like we're waiting we were waiting waiting for the right opportunity to pounce and um you know we had our eyes on open editions as well and um you know we thought the way that that was done could be improved and um and obviously the entertainment focus is a is a big thing for us so you know we've had we had an opportunity to do storytelling to do an open edition with an on-chain burn to do ordinals. Um, and, you know, when we put them all together, we've got this collaboration with OpenSea. It's an open edition Mint on Tuesday, 4 p.m. PT this Tuesday. And, um, yeah, it just combines a whole lot of those aspects to what is, you know, really like a first in web 3. So, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff. Um the reaction has been incredible. You probably saw the 3D video that came out. Um.
0: Yeah, I loved it, man. I uh, I grabbed that video um, and reposted it and stuff. It's really you guys did a really great job on that video, man. It definitely made me want to FOMO in. And I, I kind of I already knew it was like Ordinals. I just wanted to hear you say it. Like that is so cool. I, I'm a big fan since Ordinals came out. Like the inscribing and stuff of all this. I think it's really amazing and I'm so glad you guys are taking advantage of this and like giving people the ability to like start minting some ordinals and have ownership. That's forever, you know, like that's, that's the stuff that's forever, you know, inscribing on the oldest blockchain and the most prolific with the most value right now, I believe is the, the best move was to do some ordinal lazy lines. I mean, it's just a, it's a no brainer, right? If you had it over to do again, we might, you might even do uh the whole lazy lions collection on, on the, uh, as an or, uh, ordinal collection. Right.
1: I mean, <laughs> like the points that, <laughs> point that you hit on are true, right. It's, um, it's definitely like the oldest blockchain that blockchain in the way that we all, um, like refer to it anyways. And, um, it's the most secure network out there, you know, block, uh, I posted this out earlier, right? Like Bitcoin is forever. Lazy lions is forever. So, you know, it's definitely a great match. Um, of course, there's still some differences, like the whole, you know, the um, the way contracts are on, on Ethereum, and you know how we can program them, and the, the way we're able to do things like open editions. So definitely, still, you know, a major case for um, a, a blockchain like Ethereum. I, I personally think the need for a blockchain like this will always um, exist in terms of Ethereum, like a programmable blockchain, decentralized. Um, trustless for sure but Bitcoin as well in terms of provenance and inscribing like um, it's a really cool opportunity really really cool opportunity
0: so what are we what are we talking about what kind of an auction are we talking about here
1: yeah so um, there are a few details to the game but I'll talk about the backstory because I think that's what's you know just just as like a free face to it all um, essentially we have with the original Lazy Lions Mint uh, the story starts with the antagonist glitch who, who's the one in that 3d video and i'll tag it to the um to the space if you all haven't seen before is on open page and um so the story goes he he uh infiltrated the original lazy lines mint and he tried to place his generals into the mint, um but his plan was foiled and even though 80 additional lines were minted which is true with the original contract um they've been locked away in the ether with no metadata and Uh, They've just been hanging there, you know, this whole time He's been waiting for the right opportunity and with Bitcoin ordinals He he now has that chance to be able to move them over to the new network Um, Bitcoin is proof of work so you need energy and that's why he's Summoning dark energy to be able to move over those generals to Bitcoin so he can start his army Which is Glitch's army and that's the name of the collection. So um, this open-edition mint uh, it's unique in a few ways because you can only ever have one NFT in your wallet. So every time you mint Dark Energy, what happens is the Dark Energy just grows in that NFT. So it's got these like really cool like mechanisms. The contract is super complex. Like super proud of the team and um, and what we've been able to like build with this. So you can only have one NFT, and so it automatically burns other ones that you either buy from the open edition or if you go to secondaries. And you, let's say you have, I have five hundred dark energy because I minted it. You have two hundred dark energy. If you go list that on Opensea and I buy that, it burns your NFT, decreasing the supply, and then I get the dark energy. So now I've got seven hundred. And so over time, the supply is deflationary. That's what we've been referring to it as. So the supply will go down over time. Uh, so it introduces like you know this game theory dynamics. Um, it's gonna be a really really exciting time
0: you think it's a you think this is like a? people that are not on bitcoin now are gonna like this is gonna drive people to bitcoin and like actually like you know have more fun with this or are you guys like selling your ordinals as are they wrapped in like an ethereum contract by any chance yeah,
1: great question right so there's um there's a few ways that you can win ordinals so Um, simply, you know, if you participate in the open edition and you get the most dark energy, so the top 40 with the most dark energy will get it. So it's like a funner way of doing the auction because you don't just have to get from the open edition, but you can buy off secondaries. Um, So that's straightforward. There's also like a mini game. So every time you mint, and you get a game, there's a chance to get a game pass and you can get an instant win. Um, And then there's a random draw as well. So if you're outside of the top 40, just by having any dark energy, you'll have a chance to win the ordinals. So that's how you get them. Um, Pretty straightforward there. Uh, what happens then if you win an Ordinal is you'll get a mint pass on Ethereum. So you can still trade it. It's essentially like Raft, right? Like, um, yep. if you want to think of it that way? But uh, yeah, so it's like a mint pass. Um, you can trade it on Ethereum. And then we're speaking with partners, but it's also new, man. Like, they're still actively developing the tech right now. But like, right. the thing, is, there are some really smart people, smart teams who are building tech for Ordinals. And uh, it looks like they're going to be ready um, you know, a few weeks following the mint. So in that case, it'll be a, you know a pretty smooth experience. Everyone who wins the ordinals gets to, you know, you jump on a marketplace. You, you're whitelisted, so that way you can go and, um, like, you'll go through the steps as always, and then it'll just give you the ordinal in your wallet. Um, and it keeps and it then, and that
0: ordinal get and, that, and So I know that the tech is early. So and they were talking. You know, I've I've learned a lot about ordinals, and uh, the question is does that ordinal remain separate from all other Satoshis that are not inscribed? Right. Do you have, a, is there a wallet for that? Or are you just talking about the one that's going to be wrapped in ETH, which basically, you know, an ETH contract, which makes you know, it makes it safe, you know, to like keep in your wallet.
1: Yeah. Great question. Yeah. So the way it works with um, on Bitcoin is yeah, you'd want to keep it in a separate wallet. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And so we're going to have like, you know, ordinals is a new thing. There's definitely some things that need to be, um, like people need to know before they participate that and, you know, the, getting the correct wallets and all that. But, um, you know, it, it feels like early 2021 and like, just, you know, when you, you know, that feeling like when you go in for the first time with NFTs, be yeah. really, really
0: overwhelming. I remember. Probably- well, my man, I bought my first lazy Lion at 0.09 ETH and I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> and then you guys
1: blew up. So <laughs> Yeah. So it's right. Like it's, it's early days like that. And, um, you know, what we're going to do, of course, is, like, we'll go through it as a community together. Like, there's going to be official, um, like, news and on the FAQ, and, um, you know, those winners, like, we'll pretty much, like, be holding everyone's hands, like, going through that. Um, and that's why we're waiting to do it with one of these platforms. Um, so that way it would just be an even smoother experience because there are some things that you need to know about, but um, we'll go through that with the with the winners and other people who want to, you know, potentially buy the ordinals um, off of the secondary markets as well. But... Yeah, so some good points.
0: So, but wrapped. So we're talking wrapped in ETH for sure, right? An ETH contract, and that means it's very tradable. Uh,
1: yeah. So the mint passes in the meantime; they'll be on ETH, so you can definitely it. trade them. And yeah. then once you redeem them, yeah, it'll be burnt, and then you get the
0: ordinal. Okay. So the ordinal will be separate, not in a, not wrapped in an ETH contract. It'll be separate to go into a Satoshi. Will go into a wallet, and you want to keep that on a separate wallet, so you don't mix any of your Bitcoin. Satoshi's fractional, you know, fractions of Bitcoin get mixed in with the other ordinal that you're trying to save, the inscribed ordinal. Got it. Have you thought about wrapping it, um, wrapping the ordinal in ETH and, uh, you know, through like Emblem Vault or something like that?
1: Yeah, we did look at, yeah, specifically Emblem Vault. Um, Because that's where I I own
0: it. I own an ordinal and that's where it's through. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a pretty neat um, solution. So, we've got those mid passes in the meantime. So, that way there's like, you know, a bit of a liquidity pool on ETH and it'll be interesting to see what happens before people redeem them. And then, um, yeah, like we'll be inscribing them, taking care of that. And then uh, people can claim them on Bitcoin, like you said. Um, No plans to, yeah, like wrap them back after that. But, um, you know, potentially could be a thing. Yeah,
0: that sounds cool, man. I was going to say, my only ordinal I own right now, I had two. Now I own a sub 20,000 ordinal. So 19,000 and like 68, I think it is or something. Right.
1: Nice. So how, how's your experience been of, you know, like trading on, uh, it's actually, been,
0: it's actually been really easy. And the cool part is like emblem vault, like really stepped up really fast. Uh, and you know, my friend Adam works at emblem vault. So he like showed me how to use it, showed me how to, uh, like this was like a month ago now, probably more like a month and a half. ago. I don't even remember, but they started doing like, um, uh, they started doing, uh, those Bitcoin punks. And I just happen to know some punks that are lost to to the world, like lost in wallets that have no longer get you know you can't get have access to. I remember and I know those punks, and I found those punks as ordinal punks, and those are the ones I actually got. So that there is no actually ETH punk out there looking for you know the the uh, the matching set. So now I have the only crypto punk that has, you have access to. <laughs>
1: That's pretty
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, well, it's research, right? It's like all about if you do your research and you know what punks are lost for, you know, in space forever because people lost like the seed phrase or you know, some kind of contract here or there. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely it's definitely a cool play. Same thing with like um like a lazy lion, like it was lost and you know what I mean, like trapped somewhere in someone's wall because they forgot the seed phrase. That would be a cool one to like put on an ordinal. So
1: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a similar idea, right? Like these original eighty no yeah. one's ever seen them. like that. And they do exist on lazy lines in the contract. If you go from um, IDs to uh, 10,000 to 10,079, cause it starts at zero. So there's, yeah, there's an extra 80, um, no metadata. And yeah, those are going to be the ones on, on Bitcoin. But yeah, it's, um, love it. I mean, yeah. It's gonna be a fun experience for everyone for sure.
0: Yeah. I love that, man. So, I am. I'm. I'm assuming I'm a. I'm a. A. Uh, you know, honorary lazy light ordinal holder. Now I appreciate that. I'm just kidding, guys. No, they're not giving me an ordinal. <laughs> this is not a paid space, by the way, either. This is me showing up for the community. Fyiiie. So just so you guys know, this is a legit space. <laughs> I'm not doing it for money. If I did, I would tell you guys. I like, yo, mad loot. I'm
1: not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's always good to chat with you. we have never done a, a paid space or anything like no, that. of course but... not. Yeah, yeah.
0: So tell t- me tell me more, man. So what made you guys decide to go down the ordinal path? I definitely think ordinals is, def- is the thing that's going to last forever, as long as, you know, obviously, as long as there's some kind of, like, blockchain around, it's going to definitely be, let's be honest, it's going to be, you know, Bitcoin. Um, I'm not saying any of the other ones are going to go away. I just think the... I just think forever is Bitcoin and it's inscribed, right? So at the end of the day, you don't have to worry about an IPFS server or anything like that. It's literally there forever. So is that why you guys decided to do it?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the, it fit in with the storytelling. Like number one, it. There's a really good opportunity. Like that was the big thing. Cause you know, we've got that focus on entertainment and um, right. You know, it's like, I think people are entertained, you know, already. And so, you know, it'll be even more exciting when, when we go through the, the minting experience, the dynamics. Um, and so, like, that was a big part of it. And, uh, yeah, look, Bitcoin's not going anywhere. It's, um, you know, reminded us of, like, early 2021 vibes with ETH. So, um, and then the opportunity made sense because we could do it in a fun, unique way, Um and then, so it, it was like a mix of those reasons.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Like it's a, it's the next logical move for you guys. I mean, you guys are definitely in, you know, one of the top projects from day one, one of the top projects in the space. And it just makes sense for you guys to go to Ordinal. Um, what are the, uh, do you guys have, do you, have, are going to do it all consecutive in like a block? One block of, uh, is that how you're going to do it or?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the thinking right now. We're speaking with the platforms who are um, uh, that we're going to be doing this with, and just gonna just gonna wait to see how that product develops. But um, from the user side, like, um, like that, that's a big thing that we're thinking about, rather than the actual um, like the number or something like that. Um, just like what's going to be the best, easiest experience for everybody. Um, yeah,
0: right. So you're gonna have. Let's get. Let's. Cut it straight here. You're going to have mint passes. You're going to be basically auctioning off. And then you're going to take that those passes and burn them in order to get to basically get your ordinal. And you want to keep it in a separate wallet once you get it. Right? Correct. Boom. So want to make sure we got it right, man. Because, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? All this other stuff. It's great. I love your... Uh, what I really like about what you guys are doing, too, is, like, you went deep with the narrative here. Like, you guys really thought this one through. Um, There's a lot of lore going with this and I don't see a lot of people doing a lot of lore right now. They're basically building, you know, Hey, how can I make business, you you know, biz dev partnerships and things like that. They've kind of like let the lore slide a little bit. I mean, this is just my opinion, of course. So take it with a grain of salt, but I I've just noticed there's not a lot of lore going around. There's lots and lots of like, we're building software, we're building this we're building that. Like there's no lore though. There's more of, how do we make this into like a business business rather than keeping the storyline going? Cause you know, we all know like stories sell, like at the end of the day, the best story teller wins and you guys are staying true to your story and your, and your narrative and the lore that goes with it. I find that amazing. So who came up with the lore? Was it you and like, nine like who who like put it together do you have like a team over there of like storytellers like how are you guys like putting the narrative together
1: appreciate you king i know you got that that background with um yeah obviously in the space like entertainment space so um yeah I know, I know you definitely appreciate it and like yeah a lot of people in the community do too um like we posted out like you know this is how we see the future of lazy lions and um you know, it's, it's all about um entertainment storytelling, Innovation through Web3, um, you know, we think that's going to change the industry, right? So um, the the core of the idea, yeah, came from us and the team. Um, yeah, me and I have, you know, like I think like at the core of it, um, there's that. But, he, you know, other team members as well, um, you know, like Aaron, our community, um, he's part of the community team. He's, um, yeah, he's got a background in this kind of stuff. As well, so you know, there's definitely uh, input, like a lot of input from his side, and it's just been over time because um, you know this glitch character, um, he was revealed uh, just over a year ago, right? Um, the, the antagonist to the story as well, and, and you know we've been teasing parts of his lore throughout. We had a comic book that goes into his origin story. Uh, we tied glitch into the Cubs mint, so that's the reason that Cubs exist because glitch is um, trying to destroy the metaverse. So uh, you know he goes back in time. And he, you know, he um, gets the alchemist, who is another character, to to create these drinks um, that allow you to go back in time, and then
0: see. You know, this is what time. I'm talking about. This is no joke. Everybody, like all these little pieces, like very intricate detail of the lore of the storytelling is so powerful. Like leaving some of these things out would be easier, but doesn't really complete the story. So I really think that's amazing. You guys really dug deep on this one. Like this is this is not just like a oh, let me just like shoot from the hip, you know, let's let's do some ordinals. This is hey, let's use our lore and tell a really great story and leverage the tech so that these are forever. Like that's brilliant. So again, great teamwork. I don't know who you're like, I said, it sounds like every it sounds like a combination of like a bunch of you guys, like putting this story together. But I'm assuming there's probably like an 80-20 rule where there's like one guy or maybe like two that are just like cranking away on the lore and you guys like, you know, doll it up a little bit here and there. But I mean, whoever it is, team, whatever it is, you know, 10 of you, 5 of you, 4 of you, 2 of you, amazing work. And like I said, stick to the lore. Like these these, these are the guys to like follow everybody. Like lazy lions, tell good stories, stick to the plot line, and obviously, you know, choose to stay with this lore that goes with the storyline of their project. And they don't they're not afraid to add on to it. They're not afraid to like mix it up and make it more interesting. And it just keeps going. Have you guys thought about doing like a cartoon um, you know, with lazy lions? Sorry, I don't mean to like (laughs) blow I'm I'm indirectly blowing up your spot here. Um have you guys thought about like a like an adult version of cartoon like you know what I mean? Like South Park but with lazy lions?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're definitely um, yeah, it it out and, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> before. I mean, there's obviously like a lot that goes into it. There's so many ways to do it as well, because you know, like there are other projects, um, of course, like who would, who would tend to do this as well. i have got massive respect for that, um, you know, because you, I mean, you know how it is with with production too, right? Like we could go and do this ourselves. We could try and you know get the show board, but then there's IP and all these right. things involved. So, um, like we've spoken with um, you know, what I spent um, some time on earlier was you know speaking with people who were in the space um i mean i know you know this cuz yeah we we've messaged about this oh i didn't I, yeah i didn't
0: want to i wasn't going to say any of that stuff don't worry
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and um <laughs> and uh yeah just had some calls with some people like you know uh, uh like producers like exec producers and showrunners and just getting their thoughts and all that and um yeah i mean i mean i think it's you know like it's it's definitely going to be part like of our Like that's it's part of our vision to get Lazy Lions to the big screen. Um, How that happens, it's it's interesting, right? Because like with Web three, like um, you know, there are other projects that just decide and go through like toys first, right, and then you know go into into stories that way. And that looks like that could be a viable strategy as well. So you know, like where how we get there, like that's that's the part that you know, like we will figure out. Um, But what it looks like when we get there is um I'll, I'll tag it to the to the space as well if anyone's keen on giving it a bit of a read
0: yeah there's no there's no wrong way to get to where you guys are going like it sounds like just smart moves all around you're you're exploring the various ways of like monetizing and growing your ip so that it benefits you know the entire community so it's definitely a smart smart move i could just see it i mean especially your line for some reason i i i see um the A team for some reason. And I see like, you know, B uh, what's his name? Uh, Not Face, but the guy's like, I love it when a plan comes together. I don't know if you ever saw a team, but anyway, it would be pretty funny.
1: There's definitely a few characters in the, um, Hannibal. I think
0: his name is Hannibal. Yeah. And, uh, he's like always smoking on a cigar and he's like, I love it when a plan comes together. Anyway, sounded just (laughs) like that. (laughs) Sounded just like that. No
2: big deal. (laughs)
1: For sure. I mean, if you just like look in the audience as well, right? Like, um, like each one has its own like character about it. Right. I mean, I'm just looking like literally scrolling right now. I've got, I can see grabs with the, with the red hair and the glass. I know he's got a few grails as well. And then there's, um, you know, you got like woozy with the ranger and the lazy hat and super. And I'm just going to scroll down. Literally. And, yeah. Like, by high. Look.
0: What about buy high, sell blow? That guy, <laughs> that character is crazy. That would be a perfect guy for, you know, the, the stoner, the stoner lion in the storyline.
1: Man, for sure. Right. And then it's like, Part of the, um, like the, the mission of Lazy Lions as well is to create that reputable brand and then um, you know, alongside the community um, provide like easy opportunities to exploit the IP together. And so um, you know, that's where we see like Raw Token uh, later on playing a huge part of that. Um, and everyone's going to be able to claim uh, or at least sorry earn Raw Points with Rewards 3.0, which is a new thing that's coming out. It'll be coming after uh, uh, the release of Glitch's Army Dark Energy. And, yes, when we drop that raw token later on, which, of course, like is always a huge deal, um, an ERC-20 token, that's how, like, that'll be evolved in these, like, licensing opportunities as well. That's how we envision it. Um, So, yeah, man, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about Tuesday. It's definitely a fun time.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it, man. It sounds like, man, you guys really, like I said, you guys are the ones who, like really thought this through and actually kept the lore in rather than just doing hey we have an auction, you know, buy one of our NFTs, buy um on Ordinals. So I think that's really cool. I wanted to say hi to fa- Fanzo real quick. What's up Fanzo?
3: What's up friends? Yo. What's, the, uh, what's good? Lucas, <laughs> Lucas in the house and Asher, what's up Asher? It's been a little bit. Hopefully uh all as well. I I love I mean I love the narrative here, right? I think um you know, it's funny when Asher, when you said it was a year ago with uh, glitch, right? I remember that narrative kind of being introduced uh, into the into the storyline, right? And I think it's just such a, you know, there's some creative, you know, things that I, I think the the space has been yearning for, and I think you know, being able to see what other you know projects and people are doing, and then you know, also just kind of seeing where uh, you know Lazy Lions not only you know kind of planted the seed uh, a long time ago, but as you said, Lucas, I mean, they've done a, a great job, you know, not only you know continuing the story. Uh, but also kind of you know shifting this keeping the story kind of on brand and kind of aligned. So you know I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, you know been been in the Lazy Lions uh, for a long ass time and and a big you know just really enjoy that kind of this idea of kind of going on this journey and you know through ups and downs and through all the different you know challenges and uh, you know I, for me this is uh, exciting times. You know it's, it's it's tough to get excited during this current market lately and you know with all the things going on it's fun to get excited about you know good projects good people and. And hopefully, you know, additional good things that we can all kind of do together. So yeah, I had to jump up and say hi, and uh, always appreciate your uh, your interviews there, Lucas. Uh, keep up the good work.
0: Thanks, fans. I appreciate you coming up, my man, and uh, always you always add value. So I appreciate that as well. Um, yeah, this is great, man. It's it's definitely giving us a little bit of like like you said, man, um, earlier or mid the twenty twenty one vibes, which is exactly where we want to feel right now because of the, you know the way things go. So I, I'm really. I'm really happy you guys are doing this. And again, one of my favorite projects ever, one of the best teams I've ever seen. And uh, you know, community is going to be like, literally that your community from day one was my litmus test. I built into my, I have this Excel spreadsheet with like 10 points to find out like what, like what NFT projects are good and what, which ones like are tough. And it's like the check marks. Right. And your, yours was the model of check more, like basically, Hey, this is, if it fits these parameters of this kind of a community and this kind of like art and this kind of everything, like you you guys were the model for that. So, um, yeah, and I had like 92% trading like success, although it was the bull market. So I don't know, maybe I just got lucky, <laughs> but it kept, it kept me pretty, it kept me pretty, uh, successful modeling my, my spreadsheet after your guys like community and you know, everything like that. So mad respect.
1: Appreciate you, King. I mean, yeah, fans are always good to chat with you, King. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if the strategy was, um, you know, communities who had similar traits to the Lazy Lions community. Yep. I mean, if it was like a tenth of that, then it's would still be pretty amazing, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Community is everything in this space. Even back then, community was everything. Like, I think all of us, like, go on one floor, go up, stuff like that. I really believe the entire time, Like it was all these, and I hate the cliche of it, but it's like uh, when you can activate a community behind you, like, and you, you can have like really good friends inside that community. A lot of the times those people are like closer to you than the people you know outside of this online community. And uh, they kind of like push you to do more and and be better and stuff like that. So it's really it's really interesting and it's always available. You guys, this community is like you just jump on real quick and all of a sudden you're in the Discord t- chatting with other people that might be up in Australia, right? Because you're up at night, you know. Like you guys, you guys are like eight hour difference than us, so you know, two three p.m. is like seven a.m. your time, and then it's like, damn man, like it's definitely a cool thing to like have this international community at your fingertips whenever you need to log in and to say what's up to somebody. So I think that's like the one real powerful thing we can take from like 2021 and 2022 is that we, we are part of these great communities and every PFP we own is a, is a key to that community. You don't actually need to own one but it just makes you feel more part of a community. It's like having a Jersey for, you know, you're going to watch the New York jets play and you got your jets jersey on and you're in the stadium standing next to other jet fans, like not really quite accepted until you like show your mark and your mark is that Jersey. And these NFTs are our jerseys as well. It shows what, what communities we support and the founders we support. And I think, you know, lazy lines is definitely one that I've, I'm always going to support. So mad respect, man. So are you trying to tell me that you're you're literally you have a cartoon with Disney right now and you're basically just looking for illustrators to like finish it off for you? Cool, man. (laughs) Totally putting words in your mouth. It's
1: definitely what it (laughs) (laughs) was.
0: Are you you Uh, telling me you had a you had a meeting with the head of the studio at Disney? Oh my god, congratulations, man. I didn't know. Wow, wow. That's gonna be spreading around everywhere now. We'd be like, oh, he's Disney all the way. Not true, by the way.
1: Yeah, um, like we are.
2: are not <laughs> <laughs> I
0: figured I'd throw that on there for you, fellow Australian. <laughs> if people don't know, Russell Crowe is Australian. Just an FYI. You might not know this, but he is.
1: Yeah, you can see him in Sydney from time to time. Is he yeah. really?
0: Does he really does he actually live in Australia? I thought he like lived in Uni- uh like Hollywood or United States or.
1: Uh, uh at least he was there. He must have been there when I was there.
0: Yeah, no, All I don't time. know. I honestly don't know. I was really asked I was literally asking because I don't know where, where this guy yeah. lives. I know he likes to fight. Know, like he has he likes to get into bar fights. That's about it. Is that an Australian thing? Do you guys like not get in trouble for that over there or something?
1: Yeah, it'd be pretty weird (laughs) if you did. (laughs) Have you been to Sydney? I've
0: never been to Australia in my life. Um, I always thought there was just like too many things that could that want to kill you. Going to Australia. You know, you jump in the ocean, you get stung by a little jellyfish, and you die. (laughs) Sharks, friggin' funnel web spiders, friggin' crocodiles, snakes. i guess you could say the same thing about the united states right you got a lot of shit that can kill you here too
1: yeah i mean like uh bears and stuff right
0: yeah so here's the thing about bears like crocodiles seem to be a little bit more prolific in australia um and like these giant funnel web spiders right and then like if you just jump in the ocean in australia you could like get hit by one of those little atacanjis or whatever they're called like little tiny jellyfish that are like Millimeters long, and <laughs> they could just kill you with like one sting. So I don't know, man. Australia seems cool. Like I've never been to any part of it, so I, I'm literally speaking uh, from an ignorant standpoint. I'm assuming it's pretty, pretty awesome. You guys, I'm assuming you guys aren't under any like lockdown or anything like that for for COVID still. You, I'm sure you opened up right.
1: Yeah, no, nah, nothing like that, man. It is for sure, and it's like you know, even um, you know, Uluru as rock. That's a the big rock in the in the middle of Australia as well, like right, that's a, like an, an incredible sight. I could recommend anyone. They um they decide to you know make the massive twenty hour trip or whatever it may be. Um, that's definitely a thing to see. But you know, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it would be worth. I, here's the thing. Like there, there's a couple places on Earth I still want to visit, and Australia is definitely one of them. So, there's no question I want to go there. Cause uh, like it's just an awesome place, and it seems like I I have like a, a lot of Australian friends, so strangely enough, I'm already surrounded by Australia
4: over here.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's definitely like a um, I think there's a good percentage of um, Lazy Lions members who are based in others as well. So um, like majority in the US, and then there's so Europe, Asia. Um,
4: yeah, what's the, what so.
0: it, what's the percentage? Can you do you have a breakdown by any chance? Or are you are you guys?
1: Yeah, Can you share think,
0: that,
1: or? Yeah, like we, we, we shared this in because uh, we had a survey. Um, this was a while ago though, but um, like the last stats were um, yeah, it, it's made public. It was about seventy percent in the US, so definitely majority there, and that then makes sense. Um, right. yeah, and then there was about ten or so in Europe, and then Asia, and like I think it was like five percent in Australia.
0: Only five percent. I think that has a lot to do, though, with like how many people actually really know about it in Australia, right? And then, what's the population versus the United States population? Is it, a, is it around the same percentage kind of a thing?
1: Uh, it's tiny, right? Because like there's yeah. only about like twenty five million in Australia. So um...
0: there's twenty million in LA County where I live. <laughs> so just imagine that. There's twenty million people.
1: <laughs> Man, twenty million people and only ten thousand lines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just in LA alone, there's there's the same the same population of all of like the state of Florida in Los Angeles County.
1: So yeah, it's awesome. California's it's massive. Down. Yeah, sure, and um, yeah, you know, it's a ton of people. And again, like you know, not even just the lines, but there's only eighty. Um, that's crazy.
0: Oh my god, you got You know, that's so cool. I would love to have one of those one of those eighty. I mean, this is a good this is a good auction, man. This is gonna be fun.
1: Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be so exciting when those um, you know the winners of them actually like put them out on um, on Twitter and use them as their profile. photo. I think it's gonna be so hype. All All orange? Are
0: they all orange backgrounds?
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they are. Nice. (laughs) Um, And they're all you know uh, generative as well, based off the traits. So they're all unique. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's no two that are the same. Uh, All new art. Um, Some of them obviously like like it's inspired by. Uh, the original Lazy Lions collection because you know these were lions that were minted on the original collection but locked away in the ether, so they're a bit you know, um, they've got a bit of wear and tear on them, but uh, for being locked away this whole time, um, and you can see that in the in the line that's been pinned up to this Twitter as well. If you're curious about what I'm that looking right. at
0: it right now, it looks dope.
1: Wow, yeah, yeah man, team did a fantastic job! Um, wow,
0: yeah, I would say, yeah, it's pretty. D- <laughs> I mean it's it's great. It's just an addition to the art that you guys already have that's amazing, right? So the, I already like the regular uh I already like the regular lazy lions, right? The OG lazy lions. The the uh the the originals. Oh no, who said <laughs> everybody's already messaging Disney. Great. <laughs> and Disney's been tweeted out. <laughs> Well, I guess they'll hear about us soon enough. Boom! I like it. So what? So what else, my man? You're doing ordinals. What's the uh, What's the next phase after ordinals?
1: Yeah, I mean, so like uh, with dark energy, right? Like it's a powerful source. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, glitch right now. Um, the antagonist of the story it's glitch's army. Um, the collection is called glitch's army, dark energy, and um, the ordinals collection is called glitch's army, uh, the generals cause he's the generals of his army. Um, so look, you know, there may be like future uses for dark energy, but, uh, it's a powerful thing. But glitch right now is focused on, i just bringing his generals cause you know, it's a kickstart, kickstart his army. Um, I mean, look, you know, the reaction that we had, which sort of expected as well. Cause I mean, you know, myself and nine were playing that video on loop. Like, man, we probably played like a hundred times or something. Um, you know, actually seeing glitch come to life, I think was, you know, just like a really, really cool experience. Right. And I mean, there's, I'm just looking at the open post. post had has over like 350, 360,000 views as well. So it's like that definitely got some good, um, good attention from the space and, uh, just the reaction with the comments and the amount of shares and all that. Um, so, you know, definitely want to see lazy lines in de- general being brought to life. Right. Um, like, we've got the mascot of Lazy Lions. You know, we, we, we haven't seen that um, animated yet um, or, or drawn in different ways. So that could be really cool. Um, but, man, like, right now this Mint, like, it's just going to be really exciting to see how it goes. You know, Tuesday, it, it, it's interesting, right, because the game theory, there's 24-hour or 25-hour Mint. There'll be one hour, the first hour for Lions only. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lions, Cubs, Bungalows. Either a free claim or the second 30 minutes will be unlimited Mint at a discounted price. Uh, 21% off is you know, 21 million Bitcoin. And then the next 24 hours is just the open edition public mint, 0.021. And um, it'll be interesting to see how that, you know, the game theory behind it, right? Because you can either try and mint as you know, as many as you want to try and get into the top 40. If you get the game passes, you can pay play the high stakes or the no risk version. High stakes gives you the opportunity of play, um, winning an ordinal. Low stake just gives you the opportunity of winning dark energy, but you can't lose dark energy. But in the high stakes, you can lose dark energy. And you can even go negative. So it's like, um, what complex. do you choose to
0: do there? This is complex.
1: Interesting. There's, you know, there's, there's, yeah, there's a bit for everyone you're to making us. In. You're making
0: us think, my man. You're making us think. I like it. You got to keep us thinking. Keep us guessing.
1: For sure. And it's like, you know, as simple as you want it to be as well, right? If you just want to just go in and try and go for the top 40, then, you know, it's pretty straightforward. It's almost like auction style. You just mint as many as the dark energies as you want. If you want to just have a chance, then you can go in, mint a couple. Just having any dark energy that's not negative will give you a chance at the random draw. Um, and then if you're a Lion Holder, then, you know, even better. Um, so, uh, you know, it's as simple as you want it to be. But if you want to get it, you know, if you want to be like trading it and all that, which I think, you know, people tend to really enjoy it, right? Because it's like the dynamics of this are the, the mint ends, but then there's another 24 hours where before we take the snapshot of the winners. So it's like those who are fighting for the top 40 spots, um, you know, what's going to be the play there? Do you grab off of secondaries? And the supply is deflationary because they get burnt. So, you know, what's that going to look like on secondaries? Are you going to try and play against Glitch's minigame? It'll be really interesting to see what happens there, right? And, uh, And then, you know, post that, you know, some people just want to keep on to their dark energy. Because the winners of the ordinals have their dark energy removed, right? Because you use it to bring the ordinals over, Um, so that'll cause a like a shock to the supply as well. So I think it's gonna, you know, the the tokenomics and stuff have been something that we've been, you know, definitely had like a lot of thought from the team. It's never been done before in this kind of way um, that we've seen, at least, you know, definitely not on a, um, you know, like a top sixty project like Lazy Lions, anyways. And um, so it'll be, yeah, uh, it's gonna be really exciting. Like early, like feedback and responses, you know, can't wait to, to go through this game theory and, and others, like you mentioned, you know, just like, Hey, I just want to go in, grab a couple experience, maybe the mini game and, um, see if I have a chance of winning one of the ordinals.
0: That's awesome. So question is, are these going to be, is there going to be like a little face off with these, like the ordinal lazy lions? Are they going to be like the, uh, the Kings inside like Lord of the Rings? Where they all had like those rings on, but they turned into like, I don't know. I'm totally going down the lore path here. But I keep thinking of like, there's going to be so little of these ordinals. Like, are they going to be like those guys where they're like, they're like the evil, the evil lazy lions?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they've been neglected from, you know, the pride because they were locked up in the ether this whole time, no metadata. Right? Like Um,
0: Hades in a way, right? Well,
1: I mean, yeah, like they're pretty angry, right? You can see that. And, and, you know, Glitch, they're going to be joining. Glitch's army, um, you know, if he if he manages to to find them using the dark energy. <clears throat> and um with the lore as well, like you know, glitch has taken over the Discord. So, you know, if you go into the Discord now, oh, um, you shit. know, the channel called Glitch, he's you know, he's talking from there, he's messing around with people in the cabana bar, he's got a bio. Um so you know, his plan is to take over the private island, right? But he needs an army to do it. Um if you're building up an army, you need to start off with the generals. And, uh, I mean, look, if you look at the pride itself, you know, some people are uh, playing both sides. Some have just come out straight and be like, you know, I'm part of Glitch's army. Let's do this. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, everyone in the community and even outside, you don't have to be a lion holder, cub holder, bungalow holder to participate. Right. If you're like listening in and you're fresh to this, like, this is a great time. Um, you know, you can come experience it. It's like interactive lore with everyone else. Um, so yeah, man, like, uh, the law is definitely a big part, a fun part, I think, for sure.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. So are you guys doing anything? I'm going to ask you some other questions here, if you don't mind. It's going to be, are you guys doing anything for NFT NYC? Any of these IRL events? Because there's not really a lot of stuff going on at these events. I went to NFT LA this past week. I live in LA, so you know I was there. And uh, there were a couple of cool things, you know, I went and saw. And I think, you know, getting people in, you know, together in real life, is like a very very important like step in all this, and seventy percent of the people live in the United States, so you could probably do something in the U.S. Um, that you know you can get a bunch of bunch of lazy lion holders together and start like letting them, letting them drink out of like you know, I don't know, paws or something. I don't know. <laughs> drink drink out of don't do drink out of a shoe. So I think that's a really disgusting thing. But I mean, you should get it. You should definitely get some people together. I don't know. Let me know, man. We'll I'll go on your DMs to see if maybe we can work something we can figure something out in terms of that. Cause I do events also. So um we can maybe schedule something up because I do events in like a bunch of cities all at once, like every month. So
1: Yeah, man. I mean, um, like we definitely like you know, it'd be it'd be wild to go the year without having some kind of meetup, right? Um, That's what I'm we're saying. We're actually planning. Oh, sure. So we're um we had a survey sent out um, before and it didn't seem like there was gonna be uh, like what we want to do is just find out where, um, like most of the community is going to be going to anyway, so that way people don't have to go out of their way, right? Um, and then just have something there. So um, plan is we'll be sending out, yeah, like another round of surveys, um, and then just yeah, try and you know hopefully tease something up where where most people will be.
0: Yeah, it's tough because New York, not everybody's going to be there. NFTLA hardly, you know, there wasn't really that many people there either and you know you have to think of all the other places like i would think art basel would be the best bet that's just a guess right that they would be there but i don't really know like like you guys know better about the people who you you know your mentors and owners like where they are in the united states are they north you know northeast are they you know north or southeast um are they west you just don't know like just with talking about it like right now you guys definitely know that better than me but find out where all those guys are—guys and girls, kings and queens—and uh, figure out like what's a centralized location for those guys. You know, for like, you know, if it's the southeast, like, let's pretend out of the seventy percent, like eighty percent of those seventy percent owners of the of the lines live in the northeast. You might as well do something in the northeast. You know, so probably the best bet.
1: Yeah, for sure, King. And I mean the. You know, Raw NYC last year was a, um, you know, was a heck of a lot of fun. Um, you know, people still, like, you know, uh, like, mentioned that. And just, like, everyone always speaks about that positively. Like, even, right. Um, right after the event as well. So, like, like you mentioned, like, these type of events are, like, critical. Um, and meetups with the community. So, yeah, man. No, it'll be fun. But you'll go on NFT NYC. Hey.
0: I might. I'm not sure yet. Like, we'll see. I mean, I live in LA, I was just there. So it's like, eh, it was all right. I don't really know what's going on in NFT NYC this time. I think a lot of the brands kind of like canceled their activations after Art Basel Miami. I think that was really the last big like activation session because of, I believe it wasn't it the uh, doodles that did like that doodle Put thing in Miami. Pretty sure that's what they did. And then like cool cats did a really cool activation in New York last year. And, you know, you guys, of course, did an amazing event in New York as well last year. So, yeah, it'd just be kind of cool, like I said, to see you guys back out, you know, just at least once, you know, for the 2023 season.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, Doodles um, have had really cool activations. Yeah, South by Southwest 2022,
0: right? And 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 then Miami, like those two events, like, crushed. Like, you can't compare. I'm not trying to compare you guys to doing stuff like that. So, sorry about that. I'm not oh, board Apes did this and board Apes did that. Like, let's not use litmus tests of, like, what the apes did or what the doodles did. Let's do, uh, let's make our own, let's make our own rules here of, like, what's cool and what's not. I think just getting people together is cool, you know? You don't need to you know, take over, make a mini-golf course for your, for everybody just so they could play mini-golf, so.
1: Oh, for sure, King. I mean, no, I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, the first one to, like, always send out, like, love and respect and, like, publicly, like, you know, like, send out, like, admiration to, like, some of these projects and the way they're, like, killing it as well. And, like, yeah, the way they did those events, like, they're yeah, exceptional. Um, it was, like, a really cool interactive experience. And I think, you know, like, the part that I think really, like, excited me, like, uh, going through that as well is, like, you can – it's being brought to life, right? And it's, like, that's the exciting part. It's, like, you're actually seeing the characters this world. Um, there's a story that's now being built around it it's not just, you know – what otherwise feels like slightly mechanical, right? It's like, oh, like these are, you know, other like, and, and of course, like this could work as well, but like NFT collections going into like business and stuff like that. And it's like B2B and it's like, that's fine as well. But I think just personally, what, you know, is really exciting is the like the storytelling, the, the entertainment path and, um, you know, giving the IP um, more meaning. You're giving well, it legs.
0: Right? Yeah, you're giving it legs. You know what I mean? Like it's, The IP is nothing until you tell a story around it and make it actually something. Without the story, you just have a picture of a lion. You don't have the whole narrative that goes with it. And I think the narrative is like the critical part. I mean, any business, successful product or service or anything, you tell a good story, you win the attention economy, you win the audience, you win, you basically win your IP, you know? And uh, if people can recite that story easily back to you, Like your story becomes like so simplistic that people understand it so well. Like that's it. That's the, that's the grail way of telling, you know, telling stories. People remember it and can like repeat it for you. You've created like thousands of brand ambassadors out there telling your narrative, telling your story, showing people, you know, videos and video and content and all sorts of stuff that go with your narrative. And then you ignite all, you know, you kind of activate all the holders And after they know the narrative, they can create, you know, art and video and styles all around that stuff as well. And then all of a sudden you have like all these people telling cool stories, you know, kind of like growing off of like the trunk of the tree in different directions, like, you know, the roots. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is really cool. Look what everybody built, you know? And I mean, that's, that's the power of like the community here too, you know, like you're allowing them to like go off and create different paths and storylines and story arcs and you guys are doing it for them you know like in theory you're building the core story and allowing them to go with it so that's pretty cool all together just really cool
1: Hey, you definitely get it king i mean you've always got it so yeah nail on the head right there
0: yeah i i definitely see this as a like to me at least either as an adult cartoon or like a saturday morning kind of like cartoon but like so that adults can watch it with their kids too where it's not too edgy but i can also see it as like a south park where it's wicked edgy and these, like, lions are, running. I don't know, man. I've got a, uh, I can see, like, 15, 20 seasons out of this. Let's go.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, that's, that's been the thinking, right? Like, when we've been speaking with um, these guys, like, you know, is like a Simpsons kind of tweens and up. Um, sure. You know, a humor, but, um, like, kids could still watch it as well. Um, you know, we're going to be, like, trying out with the style, right? Like, is it, you know, it's probably 2D, like, the native art style as well that, you know. And, you know, like, hand-drawn, drawing, hand draw, hand drawn, sorry, kind of art um, for the animation style. But, um, but, man, just going back to, like, what you said as well, because, like, nail on the head, right? Like, I've just attached this to the space, the tweet. Um, it's OpenSea's tweet with a 3D video. We definitely recommend, you know, give it a quick watch uh, if you haven't already. And, like, it's like you said, like, if this was just just a lion and, like, there was no backstory, and, you know, everyone in the community, outside the community was seeing it for the first time. It would be like, it'd be cool, right? First off, because the animation is like incredible. The, you know, the animator did an exceptional job. But um, it wouldn't have had anything more, right? Like emotionally, it'd just be like, yeah, like this is cool to see this profile photo project. You know, like that's what you'd be thinking, like doing an animation. Like, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. And we've seen this before with 3D animations. You see you're like, oh yeah, that's a nice design. But what, well, really? But like to those who know the character Glitch... And it's like, you know, we've seen him in the comic books, seen him on a billboard, seen his story play out through, you know, different releases. And, um, and now we're seeing his face, you know, for the first time in 3D. Uh, I think that's what, like you said, right, with the stories that just, it just makes everything.
0: Yep. And I, I can see this on the Disney, on Disney Plus as another story arc where, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden we have, we got lion jedis and <laughs> right <laughs> no, no promises everybody it was just i'm just talking here so you kind of i'm half joking this is not real this is not real life this is part of a narrative
1: Man, well, look that's the exciting part too right everyone owns the IP you just never, never know exactly
0: five. seriously yeah. You never
1: know and um You know, like, one of the biggest drawbacks right now is, like, the ability to create media, at least from, like, you know, like, an individual point of view, right? Because, like, how do you go about actually creating? If you have the story, how do you get it rigged and all that kind of stuff? And, like, something that I've been keeping an eye out and, you know, I know others as well because this is definitely, like, a major revolution in terms of, like, you know, technologies, obviously AI, right? Um, You know, we're seeing some, like, wicked stuff come out there. I don't think it's going to be too long before we, you know, really start to see this, um, like, mainstream like just as commonplace as, you know, the computer and, um, you're able to create animations and stories, you know, with clicks of buttons and, um, yeah, it'll be, uh but.
2: doing anyways brad king great man i was worried there for a second too that uh Lucas i almost lost rugged. it i
0: almost lost can right? you guys can you guys I hear like, me oh, no can you guys hear me yeah.
2: no i can't yeah. hear you at all okay man. good
0: i'm glad you can hear me so i was able to recover it thank goodness whoo that was a close one but brad keep talking so i don't know if you know asher if you know brad but he works for nft now he's the uh, director of blockchain over at nft now so hey, and my and incredible. my co-host <laughs>
1: Hey, man, great. Yeah, and I was also saying, you know, hi Leslie, um, Mariana, Jake, how are we all doing? Um NFT now. Yeah, that's um I think I was at the uh dinner last year. Uh, oh, I'm sure you a, were, bro. Dinner. Yeah. It's
2: really oh cool. hell yeah. The uh, the the NFT one hundred.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was really, it's really really cool um event that you guys put together
2: oh yeah thanks man i think we're doing that again this year too at uh nft nyc and then we're doing another uh another event for the now pass holders this year too because we uh we just dropped our collection last week and uh as we roll out some kind of different perks and alpha around that you know one of them is going to be uh you know some, some member only access type events there in the city this year too so looking forward to that boom nice nice it's nice. Hell yeah. I'd love to see a, I'd love to see a lazy lines event, man. Let's go.
0: Right. I mean, it's short notice. Cause I mean, isn't it this, this month, like April, it's, in up? Like,
2: it's like next week or two weeks or some shit. Is it Dude, really? coming, Why would they do like, that? It's coming I, up quick.
0: That makes no sense. You basically had to choose between NFT LA and NFT NYC. And uh, I think they did that on purpose. I think they moved it really close to NFT LA so that they could actually, you know, say, Hey, you guys can choose or you can come to both. But, I mean, if you had to really choose, I think NYC would be the would be the choice, you know?
2: I feel like they did that with a lot of events this year, between, uh, like, um, GDC was in San Francisco the same week, of, you know, last week during NFT LA. And well,
0: I, yeah, I GDC's been an ongoing, though, game conference, game development conference. So it's like, they, you know, NFT LA messed up by having it, <laughs> by having it at the same time GDC's around, like, Maybe it was a maybe it was a bad idea. Maybe it was like intentional. Maybe they did that on purpose because they're like, hey, all these people are going to be out here for GDC anyway. Let's have NFTLA going. You know, like who knows. But at the end of the day, I think it was a bad idea because GDC. I know so many of my my tech friends went to like GDC instead of. They're like, what do you mean? What's that? they were like? First off, they were like, what's NFTLA, and then the second question was like, why would I go to that instead of GDC, <laughs> and uh, and I was just like, you you wouldn't. Like the you, same thing happened one... with, uh,
2: with ETH Denver this year. And like the following week, like literally it was like the day ETH Denver ended. I think it was like South by Southwest started or vice versa. And it was like, yo, that's, that's too much all like on top of each other. You know, like and half of this whole community think... is like great DJs, bro. Like we can't be like bouncing on flights everywhere all around the fucking country. Yeah.
0: And people think like, Hey, we're already having, there's already a big event in this like town. Let's have it like this event three days or four days away from that one. So you can just like stay all week and go to both. And it's like, there's not a lot of people that can do that. Like you're either choosing one or the other. So Austin was the same way last year. There was an NFT Austin and then consensus. And it's like, of course they're going to go to consensus over NFT Austin. So
2: I will say the, the, I was more impressed with Basil than any other Conference last year, and so I'm looking forward to Basel again later this year. I don't know if it's going to be the same time at the end of the year or not, but that was, I think, hands down the best the best event of the year.
1: Mm, I've heard a lot of good things about Basel. I mean, obviously, like the event by itself, like traditionally has always been huge. So, um, mm.
2: yeah, and even all the satellite events were like really like well put together, you know, and organized correctly. You know, it wasn't just like all the best events are all happening the same night at the same time. Like I feel like happens in New York a lot. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, on Monday, like the big event is over here. And then like on Tuesday, there's another big event, you know, and there's like, they, they really organized that well, whether it was intentional or not, you know, it, it was, it was done well.
0: Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about it too. I did not go to Miami. The one event I missed last year, literally the only one I missed last year. I mean, I've did, I did literally at every NFT event last year. And the only one I missed was Miami. So I can tell you, I'll probably be in Miami this year for sure. Maybe out of TMYC. It depends, man. It's like wicked tough to like be like, yeah, let me go back to New York where it's like cold outside.
2: Drive, homie. Let's go. You can pick me up along the way. We'll grab Tim Cook. We'll grab, you know, we'll let's we'll, uh, let's make a road trip adventure out of it.
0: Yeah. TC, we'll film the whole thing. Yeah. We, me and TC tried to do that last year, but TC just wasn't up for it. He just was too scurred. and It's okay to be scurred. You know, you can't always be, you know, strong and like be able to like go across country and like video the whole thing all the way up to NFT NYC. It's not easy, man. It's just not easy. Let's talk more to Asher here before, you know what I mean? Like he's got, he's has it's actually Monday, his time right now. He's literally talking to us in the future. Dude, tell us how Monday's looking right now. Because I'm not, I'm not hopeful right now. Tell me about Monday, man. Tell me it's going to be
1: all right. Man, it's incredible! It's exciting. <laughs> We've got Tuesday coming up as well. With, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, man, it's uh, fun times ahead. Let me tell you.
0: Do you guys have Taco Tuesday in Australia?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Which, to be honest, is probably a good thing because when I was in, um, uh, yeah, I went to NFTLA and, dude, the uh, wow, like Mexican food over there is. That's a yeah. That's that's a whole different thing to what we got going on here, man. That shit's incredible.
4: All right. Um,
1: too good so um you know i had to burn those off when i came back but I'm, I'm feeling good again so you know all that hard work and then just putting it back on probably not.
0: <laughs> yeah word up makes sense uh yeah americans sure do like to overeat here that's for sure we loved like if i if i can have two tacos i'm gonna get i'm probably gonna eat four If i'm gonna eat four i I'm probably gonna eat eight that's just the way it works man more tacos better yeah.
1: tacos yeah it's just yeah it's really really nice um
0: <laughs> i'm adding somebody up here Ao, AO defy dot east a-o defy dot a-o you got it you, you, you had uh, any questions for the uh the
4: ash man what's happening what's up kings queens everybody i just what's heard up? him say that there's no tacos in australia and i'm boggled
1: you know what? Growing up, I remember like you know, me and my sister would always be like, "Damn, you know, we wish we had like Taco Bell here." Because you know, everybody like you know, you always watch the TV shows and somehow like you see these ads, even though we have no access to Taco Bell. Um, I think they had like a store or two um, way back when, and they closed them. So we're like, fuck Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Can't wait. And then I remember, Taco Bell's not like, tacos,
0: like, bro. That's not real tacos. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> <I
1: imagine not. laughs> we tried it for the first time, and I was like, "Damn, we've been waiting 18 years for this."
0: No, no,
1: dude, no, don't ever say it again. (laughs) But then trying like profit tacos in LA, like, yeah, that was, yeah. Okay. I get it.
0: Fish tacos in like LA. I mean, I'm not just in general guys. There are such things as fish tacos. You probably, a lot of people may not have had them before. I never had fish tacos until I moved to LA and people like convinced me. It took a lot of convincing because why are you eating a taco with fish meat in there? What, What are you crazy? And uh, ate a fish taco, and I was like, oh, my God, give me, like, five more right now. And I just, I I was an addict to fish tacos. Blackened fish tacos.
2: Woo.
4: Bro, mind blown. I just had a wonton taco from, like, Applebee's the other day. It's Chinese food in a taco, and it's the most amazing thing you've ever had in your life. <laughs> I, I believe it.
0: That's funny. It's an old, that's, I haven't heard that name in forever, Applebee's. I didn't even know they had those still. That's cool. They still got those? Apparently,
4: it's a turn up on a Friday spot.
0: Oh, shit.
2: Over 40, though. Over 40. Dude, that's some alpha right there. F
0: around on Friday and find out at Applebee's.
2: What? <laughs> By our not paid sponsor today. That sounds like a great place for Web3 meetups. You know, <laughs> it just it fits the whole every. every I mean, they had a chicken everyone. sandwich.
0: I remember eating there. They had a really delicious chicken sandwich, but I literally haven't eaten it at Applebee's. Like I said, I thought they were long closed a long time ago. I had no idea, but I'm, I'm assuming they're just as prolific as, like, chilies, right? They probably still have those chilies stores around. Uh,
4: maybe. I think they're just turning into, like, the dollar menu or $5 menu, maybe. Oh, word.
0: Go ahead, Leslie. You don't have to raise your hand here. You're Leslie. Hey,
5: hey. hey. Lucas Bean Bread. Hi, Asher. I know I haven't spoken in a while. Just soaking up all this alpha you're dishing. But if you ever travel to Mexico, go to a do sushi don't place. Know. Let me tell you, I went and I tried the sushi in a sushi restaurant, and it was it ruined all the American sushi for me. Oh, I it believe it. You were
0: probably like, "Man, this Mexican sushi
5: is—it's
0: is, it making me sick." And then you're like, no. "Oh, I want my American sushi back." Right? Oh, I don't. doesn't make and we me. We do sick. have
5: fish tacos ugh. like in Mexico too.
0: Oh yeah, what kind of fish do they use? Do you know?
5: Lucas, <laughs> who is
4: Lucas? <laughs> Lucas Fish. No, I'm kidding.
0: It was Hold so on, delicious. Yikes! Did, I would be worried. Do they have? I'm concerned. Do they
2: have Outback Steakhouse in Australia, or is that like a totally Americanized thing?
0: Oh my God! Did you just Sorry ask? God, just did you just ask cool. him if if Foster's is Australian for beer, bro? with food,
2: essentially, <laughs> essentially. If if Outback Steakhouse <laughs> no. is Australian for crap. Like. I, I can
0: tell you, Austra- let me just answer for Asher because I have Australian friends. I asked the exact same question to, and they tried to on Australia Day. With, we 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 were playing with like cricket bats and stuff. Like I didn't even know they played, like cricket's like their thing. Um, I learned how to play cricket in the road. Um, it was fun, man. Cricket's a cricket's good times. But you know, I'm gonna let Asher just answer. But just an FYI, I don't think. Foster's is Australian for beer. First off, what do you have? Do you have Outback Steakhouses? Go ahead, man.
1: All right, <laughs> I mean, let's be, yeah, great to, great to speak with you again. Thanks for recommendation. The um, uh, I mean, so the Outback Steakhouse, first off, like I've never been to one of those in Oz. Um, solid, yeah, move. Foster's isn't a, isn't a big thing at all, but we like the big thing in Oz is VB Victorian Bitter, um, which. Tastes like piss, I guess. Like essentially, but um, <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and man, I'll take 2 I'll take thing. two. <laughs> Dude, like yeah, like growing up, like everybody, like man, I'd, like every day we were either playing soccer or cricket. Like yeah, cricket was a huge, he's a very very big thing. We used to just use like the, um, the garbage bins, um, as like nice. the, the wickets, and then cricket bat, and yeah, you'd be on the street and shit. It's a great a game. Two by it's 4
4: That's how I see it. It gets you sir? Is by- it like a okay? Is a gutter? Um, not gutter. Is um in the trenches playing cricket, like getting trash cans and two by fours or two by sixes?
0: Yeah, theoretically, a cricket bat is kind of like as wide as a two by four. That's correct, actually. Yeah. So you could use yeah, you could use a, a two by four. I mean, cricket bats are rounded though. Like on each side, they're not like flat. They're like rounded. It's not like a like a fraternity paddle, like everybody thinks it is. It's literally like this weird rounded thing um it's not easy to use it's actually a weird and it's like an interesting game just just because we don't understand it doesn't make it a bad game it just i think you can like play like cricket match. like a one cricket match could like last is it true asher that one cricket match could like last days
1: um it's a multi-day event
0: that's what i thought it was like crazy like people like are cheering for their favorite team on Monday and they're still cheered for their favorite team on Wednesday. That's the Whoa. same effing game going on. They're just getting, they're going to get, uh, take like
2: a break. They're you getting get like a re- time Yeah, of course. Like they, you get, sleep. Dude, they like, don't play all just, night. Like go hard. Bro. I mean, Australia goes hard. Like, well, I mean, that's oh my what it is. There, right. Like,
4: lazy lions, um, cricket on, Wii coming out next year.
2: Go ahead, Ash. What were
0: you saying, man?
4: Nintendo lazy lions, cricket next year on, Wii fit. Let's let them go. we we going to get those licensing
1: licensing opportunities dude you
0: should be ba- you should definitely be you should definitely be, mint- be minting some uh some cricket paddles and uh you know stuff like that i think that would be really cool it is the uh you know australian national sport according to my my homeboys so they really do like their uh their cricket man they they like drinking and playing cricket
4: Sounds like a good time. I, I'm still surprised about tacos. That is just insane. Like everybody's like Taco Tuesday. You guys are like, what are they talking about?
0: Yeah, they don't not have Taco Tuesday on the East Coast either. Go ahead, Ash. Asher. Sure.
1: We don't. But you know, like speaking about like um, like American food restaurants, like man, the, I think the bar is just so much higher there, right? Because like you know, restaurants um, like not to speak badly or anything, but I think it's just uh, when we when we had Roar NYC last year. We had a like smaller dinner as well, um, and it was at Roos Chris.
0: Oh, and, I love that um, steakhouse. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, that's like that was the best meal I've ever had. Period. Yep. Um, like so, yeah. Like this, but then you know, also had um, another one, like another experience similar to Taco Bell. You know, I remember me and my sister think um, she sold me hard on the idea of like Olive Garden. It's just like it's just no, crazy. no, <laughs> not Olive Garden. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> and so the first time I went to the US, right? This was part of the um when I was working for the American Software Company, my previous thing. And uh they flew me out there and I was like, I can't wait to go to Olive Garden, right? I Made a big deal about it, went there by myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> so sat down and I was like, Oh no.
0: Oh, you oh, can no. eat breadsticks, baby. Let's go. American <laughs> marketing. Dude. That is that is a buffet basically. You ordered like you can you can eat as much pasta as you want. The downside is they go off of averages, right? So it's like you can't really eat that much pasta or breadsticks unless you're like a pro. Like if some dude walks in, it's like three hundred pounds. They're like no 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 no. That was only meant. I was only meant for like, like the average person, man. You can eat like five of uh, like five or six average people's weight in food.
2: Yeah, there's the fine print that down. I think there's probably like a weight requirement or something like that on a fine print for the really? old Garden. There's
5: got to be.
0: I don't think so. No. No, because then that's
5: discrimination. I don't think you can do that in a restaurant. Well, they, well what about the people that are gluten free? They can't nah, have unlimited breads. Nah, they definitely nah, nah, have gluten nah, nah, free nah, nah, nah. options. It's the national franchise.
2: Right. So are the, uh, are the breadsticks though? though? I mean
5: They're I mean not. they probably taste like shit, but it's still an option. They're delicious. Yeah. They're glu- I've Fact. never seen gluten-free options. Before. They're delicious. And I'm
4: gluten-free. You're oh also- my god, I had this whole conversation about gluten-free rat food the other day. Rat poison was gluten-free. Make all
0: right, let's not talk about rat poison. <laughs> no more rat poison.
5: It's gluten-free though
0: yeah i don't care it could be lucas is
5: trying not to get rubbed on his face. you know yeah, let's just talk about story. things that are not
0: <laughs> true story what's dude up, man? <laughs> what's going on dude what's up with your account there dude you don't even follow me who is this sounds familiar this is
5: this is cantor but this is his project this Oh, is my project.
0: oh my bad dude i'm following you, you no, fa- no, follow no, me no, back no so worries. i know you're so i know who you are
5: <laughs> no dude no worries i mean we've just been um tweeting only for six weeks now so we're about to break ten thousand off of zero in six weeks so i'm super happy but um the the reason i came in here was the lazy lions i have a straw hat with 3d glasses oh
0: snap dude that's that's a good one
5: and the fact that the fact that everyone was like dog you need to liquidate that shit you need to move on to this or that and i was like you know what i really like this lazy line though there's not that many straw hats there's not that many straw hats with 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 3d glasses and I was like, they definitely have enough capital in their treasury to do something. Like, let's wait and see. So, I'm curious to see what this is. I don't know if we've talked about or if you guys have talked about yet what exactly is the quote unquote Web3 first. But obviously, having OpenSea endorse it is definitely not a bad look.
0: No, nope. it's a good look. Asher, if you want to touch on that, you totally can, my man.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, totally um, um close it, uh, close my it up. End, yeah, for my end, Yeah, but Yeah. yeah King, good, great to hear from you. Um, yeah, so we announced this, like, Web3 first, and I've attached it to the uh, to the spaces as well, if anyone's keen to dive in. But um, there's a deflationary open edition coming out that's extending Glitch's um, lore. It's called Glitch's Army Dark Energy. And uh, essentially, there, there were 80 lines that he tried to mint in the original Lazy Lions collection. Um, his plan was foiled, and those lines were locked away in the ether. And he's been wa- waiting for the right time to to uh to kick off his army and with bitcoin ordinals that time is now so he's summoning dark energy to be able to make the move over to bitcoin um and that's what the mint is about so um, whoever mints uh summons the most dark energy by either minting or playing there's a mini game as well so every mint gives you a chance to play a mini game um top 40 will get an ordinal uh just having any dark energy in your wallet when we take the snapshot will give you a chance of winning the ordinals um if you first play up against uh, glitch in his mini game there's a chance of winning the ordinals there. Um, so yeah, you know, there's a mix of like really cool, like tech built in, um, with the game theory and the burn mechanism. You can only ever have one NFT in your wallet. So there's quite a few things to this, but, um, I would say jump into the discord. If you're curious, if anyone's listening in, don't have to be part of the, you know, having a, you don't have to hold a lazy lions or cub or bungalow. You can still be part of this or at least just experience it. Um, and then the mint goes live on Tuesday. 4 p.m. PT, 7 p.m. ET. So, yeah, it's going to be a huge week.
0: Good for that. I love it.
2: Yeah, you I was going to
4: say, reach out to the tra- uh, trait groups as well. I think you save the lazy hat or a straw hat? I think. And 3D I glasses got a straw also. hat, yeah. Yeah, straw hats have an amazing
5: trait group, man. So do the 3D glasses. You can get some more use cases, and they'll help you out with anything. Perfect. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I had both because, um, most of my collections utilize 3D glasses, so I wanted to make sure that was the lazy line I went with. I was I was supposed to get a lazy hat, but I really like the straw hat. Uh, just personally, it's more like my style. Um, I think the straw know, doesn't the I, straw
0: hat actually have a, doesn't it say it lazy, lazy on TV, Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, that is another variation of the lazy hat, so you're good, man. Yeah,
5: yeah, but you know, it's like people are like, oh, you don't have the. the I know.
0: Trust hat. me. I remember. I got the the lazy hat is where it's at. I, I don't even know if it was that popular, but back in August when we first had our, August of 2021, guys, picture this in a world of bull market vibes. No, for real. Like it was amazing. Like uh, we had a space. Asher was like, Asher and nine both came up. we ch- we were chatting it up. I said something about the, the, the lazy hat. And all of a sudden it just went through the roof out of nowhere, massive dark energy, massive so anyway i can tell you right now i bought my lazy hat at like th- i think it was 0.15 back then and by the time that space was done it was up to one eth and i was like what like why did he go <laughs> why did he go so high so um that's the power of community guys like that's the power of like finding like a trait inside of a group chat like we're in right now and going wow that is really cool like maybe i want one of those and all of a sudden everybody just like jumps on it and uh i have to admit that's definitely my favorite trait still to this day is the lazy hat flipped up brim i still have one of those lazy hats like the real deal lazy hats in my uh closet right here so that's what's up
4: everybody i mint it right now try to send it to you word
0: so asher what else man what's the last what's the last thing you want to leave with uh with the community here real quick before we uh we call it a, a space
1: man look i think we've gone through through heaps um like i appreciate you know everyone joining in um yeah great great to chat with everyone the speakers as well and um i I think there's no other way to um close it off without saying happy birthday yeah thanks
0: man appreciate that i didn't expect anybody (laughs) i was never going to tell anybody about it was my birthday but i was like hey why not you know?
2: Yeah, everyone should flood flood Lucas's DMs with happy birthday wishes. Don't, don't do that. Everybody send. I mean, him if you guys want to, if you guys want to sing happy birthday,
0: if you guys want to sing happy birthday, I'm I'm not gonna say no. So.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, with delay and audio, like that'd be great. I can I can hear it now.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm waiting, Leslie. Let's go.
4: Kick it off. Who are we saying happy birthday to?
2: Careful, she's going to actually lose. Happy birthday
1: to (laughs) To you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday
5: to you. Happy birthday, birthday, dear LucasBean360. Woo!
4: Happy, happy
0: birthday, birthday to, you. to you wow that was brutal that was thank you Ew.
5: you guys are great
0: you guys are great thank you very much
5: Feliz a ti.
0: all right that's enough no more spanish version <laughs> <laughs> i love the spanish version by the way but i also want to be uh, respectful of asher's time here so Good times. Asher, thanks for sharing with us. This is a really cool extension to the project. I really love what you're doing. I love ordinals already. Huge fan. And your lore and storytelling abilities, just second to none. Love what you guys are doing. Mad respect. If you guys aren't following along, jump in there and try to get one of those ordinals. I think it's a good idea. Not financial advice. Lore, storytelling advice. Like, just cool... like just a cool thing to get, be a part of to me, the community itself. So thanks again for coming on Asher. And again, my space is your space always. It's always open to the, uh, the lazy lines. If you guys ever want to have another one of these spaces, always welcome. So thanks for everybody coming out tonight and Asher man. Thanks again for, uh, you know, trusting us with the information, the alpha over here. So it's definitely cool. Appreciate you, man
1: appreciate you king happy birthday again yeah thanks
0: man and thanks for the thanks for everybody singing a little bit even though it was a little off key uh, you guys rock